Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Welcome to Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Reverend Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. My name is Wayne Shepherd. We're found online at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Percy, it's great to be back with you this week. It is a blessing to be here. I am excited, my friend. We have a great opportunity to talk with you each week at this time, and we have a guest who will join us today. Her name is Dr. Laura Farrington. Yes, she's an unbelievable uh, medical doctor who brings and will help us to understand today the, the role of of an oncologist, but also understanding the depth of the humanity that she brings to her work and her interpretation of having a calling versus just having a job. Right. That's coming up in just a few moments. Percy, let's talk about medical professionals and cancer care. Yeah. Medical professionals obviously are are the bedrock and the cornerstone of any and all conversations that need to begin uh, dialogue and discussion when we talk about cancer treatment and medical practices. Ultimately, at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter what other type of supportive therapies one would embrace or incorporate into their belief system if they're not first operating from the perspective of good evidence-based medicine. And we need to understand the role of the medical professionals and understand uh, what they bring to the table and how they integrate and operate with patients and caregivers in a way that will empower them to really believe in the process of medicine and science and how it can be incorporated into their care and treatment. As we talk today, I think we'll all have a new appreciation for doctors and what they do and what they accomplish. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah, we need to celebrate our doctors. They, they are tireless workers. Uh, they have unique uh, dynamics to their personality because ultimately they're individuals who are really motivated in helping people and making a difference. But they're also uh, human beings, and they have human dynamics that need to be understood. And in many cases, I'm not so sure that people really get to see the humanity right. of a doctor. And we're going to learn that today. Remember, doctors are people, too. They are. And, <laughs> and they need hugs and kisses and love and support. And we celebrate them. All right. Well, do you have a scripture in mind for uh, this conversation today? Well, we're, we're going to use uh, this scripture to kind of help uh, give us a school of thought around really understanding the dynamic of, of a high calling. We know as spiritual uh, believers uh, that there's a difference between just doing something and having a purpose that's attached to your life uh, that has a calling to it. And we're going to hear how that is incorporated in the mindset of this particular healthcare professional in the work and the ministry that they do uh, at the bedside of patients that they serve. Every All day. right. And you'll share that with us a bit later. In the we program. will. Absolutely. You promise? Yes, sir. I promise. All right. Now, I know you rub elbows every day with medical professionals. You have a real appreciation for them. I do. I have a high regard and respect. And I've learned that healthcare professionals, medical professionals, are some of the most uh, compassionate and wonderful people that you'll ever meet. And I have befriended many uh, medical doctors who I call friends uh, that I can pick up the telephone and, and on any situation, on any set of circumstances, have dialogue with. And likewise, they have reached out to me with regard to working through uh, challenges that they may be experiencing and, and looking for some kind of spiritual insight or support or inspiration. So again, I feel very comfortable with clinical medical doctors and understanding ultimately what they're trying to do. And they are. They're trying to make a difference in the lives the people. All right. We'll meet Dr. Farrington coming up in just a few moments on today's program. This is Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Percy McRae is with us each week at this time, and you can also find us online at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Once again, that website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Thanks for being with us, and stay with us now. We'll be right back. 
If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Call 855-929-HOPE to speak to an oncology information specialist about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Call 855-929-HOPE to learn more. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits. Once again, welcome to our program, Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Our host is Percy McCray, and I'm Wayne Shepherd. We'll be joined by Dr. Farrington here in just a moment. But as we have today's conversation, keep in mind, no case is typical. You should not expect to experience these same results. Let's talk with Dr. Laura Farrington now, an oncologist at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. And Dr. Farrington, we want to learn what you do as an oncologist. I treat patients mainly focused on medications. We follow standard of care procedures, but we also try to look for more innovative and new therapies that may be available for patients with advanced and metastatic cancers. It's got to be very exciting because there's got to be new things happening all the time. How do you keep up with all that? Oh, there's a lot to keep up with. Uh, We spend a lot of time reading (laughs) and a lot of time talking to uh, experts in the field. Um, I would say the couple things that are probably most exciting right now uh, in the field of cancer are probably two separate areas. One area is the field of personalized medicine. We do a lot of testing for genomics, meaning looking for specific genetic changes in the cancer to look for specific targeted therapies to treat the patient's specific cancer. So in layman's terms, you look at each person as the individual they are and how to treat them. Oh, absolutely. Not only as an individual, which is the art of medicine, but also looking at individual tumors saying, you know, you may have a tumor that looks the same under a microscope as the person next to you. However, your tumor has these specific genomic changes that may have targeted therapies available. Okay. Fascinating. So that's one very exciting area. And then the other exciting area that's becoming more and more prevalent that we're seeing right now is immune therapies. Immune therapies, which is stimulating your own body's immune system to treat the cancer. And I think it's very exciting. We've now just had a recent uh, medication FDA approved for kidney cancer and lung cancer this year. And I think there is a lot more that are coming. Um, So it's a very exciting new way of looking at treating cancer, getting your body's own immune system to treat the cancer rather than just giving chemotherapy drugs to kill tumor cells. Percy, I wish our listeners could see the smile on Dr. Laura's face (laughs) as she talks about these things. You really enjoy your work. Oh, absolutely. Well, and we're speaking to a faith-based audience, obviously. We want to be clear uh, that we're not asking anyone to substitute good health care just for the name of faith and spirituality, but we're talking about integrating those together and having a helpful, healthy, and respectful balance of such. Do you have any particular scenarios or situations or patients that you would like to talk about from a story perspective of seeing the integration, the amalgamation of of whole person care working in your practice with regard to good clinical practices of medicine and science and people's faith and spirituality being integrated in that process? Well, it 
it brings to mind a patient that I saw last week. Uh, it's a, a woman that I've been following with for metastatic breast cancer mm-hmm. for over two years now. I met her a little over two years ago, and she had just got put on oxygen. She was having trouble breathing, and she told me that she was ready for hospice care. Okay. I, I told her, I said, give me, give me some time. Give me, give me a chance. Wow. Um, and I put her on a pill a day. And, you know, she had this hormone receptor, positive breast cancer, and she responded really well. Okay. She was able to get off of oxygen. She was able to live her life. And now she's been doing really well for over two years. And I saw her last week and some of her labs were a little bit off. And it's very interesting for me that, uh, you know, whenever her liver function tests go up or her blood counts go down, she says, well, I'm going to pray about it. Okay. And the next time I come back, it's going to be better. <laughs> um and it always amazes me that she usually is right, that the next time she comes back, her labs look better. She tells me she specifically, she'll, you know, she'll pray this month for her AST to go down. Sure. Um, she said, you know, Dr. Farrington, I can't perform miracles. I know I can't perform miracles, okay. but I also know that God can. Mm. So I'm just going to ask for his help. And that's the most we can do. And so as a clinician, as a physician, do you feel that there's a conflict with respect to that in in the practice of medicine? Do you welcome that? Do you embrace that? What is your theoretical approach to that? Because there are still a lot of individuals who are struggling with the balance of the integration of what you've just described. How does that affect your practice personally and how you approach uh, addressing patients and supporting them? Well, I think that being an osteopath, And also being a physician, I've been trained the whole way through to treat the person as a whole. A person is just not the type of cancer that they have. That's right. You know, and here at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, luckily, we have a lot of support in doing that. You know, all of our patients see the dietician. They see the naturopath. They talk to the chaplains. They have a a lot of support here. Integrative medicine. Absolutely. Integrative support to treat the person as a whole. Because I can give medications to treat cancer, but there's a lot a lot else that goes into keeping a person well. We want people to enjoy their lives and to feel well. And that is a lot more than just giving chemo drugs. And, and as the Holy Scriptures tell us that above all things, I desire that you would prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospereth. You just describe kind of that holistic, whole person, integrative approach uh, that the Cancer Treatment Centers of America is embracing. And that's exciting to hear from a physician's perspective. Dr. Farrington, a moment ago, you were talking about the patient that you encourage not to go to hospice, but to give you a chance and, and to see the turnaround. What I heard there was a patient who was encouraging you. Many times it's the doctor who encourages the patient, and it works both ways, doesn't it? It absolutely does. And uh, I'll tell you that every patient I encounter every day makes me go home at the end of the day and enjoy my life a little bit more. You know, I walk through the door at home. I have two little little kids at home, a two-year-old and a five-year-old. So I walk through the door and, you know, all of my worries for the day go away because they're coming to me. Hmm. But it also makes me remember my patients and the things they say and to enjoy my life every single day, to enjoy every minute that I have with my kids. I had a patient recently who had just recently passed and she had decided, we had decided together that it was time for her to go home with hospice. And she had told me, Um, just before she was leaving, she said, you know what my goal is? My goal is to lay at home comfortably with my daughter and read her a book. And so, you know, I get to do that every night. Mm. And how important it is to hear that because that impacts you, as you said, and it changes kind of your perspective and scope of, of looking at life from a very different lens as you sit and support patients in that regard. 
Absolutely. I mean, patients affect my life probably more than I affect theirs. Mm. I really try to enjoy every day and every moment because we don't know how many moments we have left. But I have a lot of patients that ask me about prognosis and I can give them statistics. I can give them averages. But the truth is, is that any of us could get hit by a bus tomorrow. <laughs> and, uh, yes. you know, we have to enjoy every day that we have. Yeah. I hear you saying there's a lot of occupations you could have chosen that uh, would keep you busy. This one keeps you fulfilled and uh, puts you in a place to offer hope and inspiration to people. Oh, absolutely. I, I really, I love my profession. I love my job. I love cancer care is very interesting um, and it's very fulfilling. And think of the circumstances of life that people come to you in. I mean, they're, they're looking for some hope, aren't they? Absolutely. I, I unfortunately have the, uh, the privilege of being the person people meet on the worst day of their lives. And there's a lot of things that we can do to make that day better. And so as a physician, as a clinician in that regard, when, when you are encountering those type of scenarios and situations, uh, does it challenge you with regard to what can I do for these folks today? What can I do to help their day move forward with regard to the latest and greatest of, of medicine and science and advancement? How does that, does that apply pressure to you personally? How do you feel about that internally? Well, I think that's what I've trained for. I mean, that's what I've been preparing for my whole life to do. And the first day that I meet people, you know, I often just am talking to them about all of the options that are out there. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people come to us thinking that they don't have any options. Okay. So even if we don't make a decision that day about what we're going to do or what the plan is, that just them knowing that they have options, they have decisions they can make, they have some power in their own lives, um, it can make a big difference. So how does that then, with respect to that, because that's a tremendous amount of... uh a sense of power to have, if you will, how do you then internalize that and support yourself with having to be able to be that person for so many people on a regular basis? Do you have a spiritual base or a corner or an environment or a practice that you utilize to help you work through that? Well, I have a, a very supportive family. Okay. Um, and luckily, my sister and I get off work about the same time every day. So we talk about our days every day on the way home and get it out. And I talk to my mom every single day on my way home talking about my day to get it out so again i can walk into my family and be be ready to have a a happy evening no matter what happened sure. that day um but i i do i mean I, I go to church every week i pray with my children every night and when my children and i pray together every night we generally pray that we help we hope that god helps mommy's patients get better oh. um and i think that that makes a difference. It makes me feel like I'm going that extra step for my patients. Because I think sometimes, and I think this is important for our listening audience to understand, do not necessarily see the humanity of the physicians. And at the end of the day, you are great scientists and clinicians, but underneath all of that, you're a human being as yeah, well. With you, a heart. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're trying to process and figure out how to balance your life in lieu of what you're doing with your, not your work, but with your calling and, and manage that. And it sounds like you're doing a fantastic job with that. Well, I try. Some days are harder than others. but <laughs> Dr. Laura Farrington, an oncologist at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Thanks for your time. We've learned a lot from you and appreciate what you do. Well, thanks for having me. Thank you so much, doctor. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. 
We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits. Very glad to have you with us today for Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Reverend Percy McRae. My name is Wayne Shepherd. As we have this conversation today, remember, no case is typical. You should not expect to experience these same results. But what a great opportunity today to hear from Dr. Laura Farrington. As we were talking with her, Percy, I was thinking, here's a person very qualified as a medical professional, very professional. She goes home to her children every night. Indeed. We, we really had an opportunity to hear uh, and understand uh, the balance, if you will, of looking at someone who has committed their life and, and their career to good clinical medical practices as a physician. Uh, clearly, this is someone who has spent a lot of time in honing their craft, uh, understanding, and, and I believe we heard her say that she does a lot of reading to, to maintain current. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine what that takes. Right, trends and, and, and what is going on in terms of the trajectory of treating cancer. We're encouraged to hear that because, again, we know that there are new th- dynamics of cancer treatment that are happening every day. And so we want to be current. We want to be relevant. We want to be on the cutting edge of, of what's going on. And, and certainly patients want to hear that. They want they want to yeah. know that. And people of faith also uh, are looking for and desiring to also be connected to beyond just the white coat, if I can use that example in no disrespect, of what who is that person behind that and the humanity that 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 then resides within all of that great intellect and medicine and science. We heard that combination, that balance uh, with this particular professional, uh, medical professional who helped us to understand that I go home to my children and, you know, I go and pray for my patients. And at the end of the day, uh, gave us some insight to the profoundness of, of her humanity in the face of her professional approach. For any medical condition, but especially cancer care, we need these doctors, these oncologists who are so qualified. It's important. And again, we, we don't want anyone to walk away from uh, this discussion, not really understanding that uh, when we are dealing with the issues of sickness and disease, we must, we should find good, qualified, trained medical professionals. Uh, certainly our faith and our spiritual orientation, which helps to support us mentally and emotionally, uh, is part of how we maintain uh, a quality and a strength while we're enduring a process, but not to be utilized in the absence of. It's not an either-or proposition. Uh, this is kind of gives us insight to the integrative ideal of how we begin to weave and amalgamate other principles within the framework of good medicine and good science. And that's where spirituality then becomes an important component. But we cannot negate the fact that we need to seek out good, solid clinical care. Yeah. Uh, Not for everyone, but for most people, the spiritual aspects of this are very important. Well, indeed it is. We we have learned and we are learning. and, And I think even within the current culture of our day, the concept and the idea of spirituality has become a very vogue concept of how people 
are understanding that there is more to them just what meets the physical eye and that they're tapping into spiritual concepts and ideas to maintain a mental strength, emotional strength and balance. We live in a very uh, chaotic world and people are busy and stresses and all sorts of things that are putting pressures on people that uh, they realize that they cannot just uh, offset that with some of the other schools of thought of just kind of getting a good night's rest and eating properly. Mm -hmm. But also, again, the idea of meditation, prayer, uh, uh, sacred readings of of one's uh, religious orientation to help bring about a balance and to anchor one to help them work through the negative highs and uh, and the difficulties of everyday life. The beauty is integrating that with good, sound medical care. And when we talk about that, it helps us to understand, uh, which is now becoming uh, more of a familiar term in the world of medicine and science is uh, the term integration or integrative medicine. Integrative medicine is the idea of taking good evidence-based medicine, good quality medical care, you know, that is uh, based upon good solid medicine, and then taking other schools of thought, nutritional support, naturopathic medicine practices. And now we're including in that, you know, a, a, an idea of spirituality. When we begin to amalgamate those things together, it helps to support the whole objective of what the medical attempt is trying to facilitate. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to hold you to something now, Percy, because you promised to open your iPhone Bible there and share some scripture with us today. Absolutely, and again, because of one of the things that, that was said by Dr. Farrington that I thought that was so powerful. Number one, she said, the art of medicine is looking at one's patient as an individual, respecting and honoring and treating people as individuals and not a cookie-cutter format is an important school of thought with regard to practices of good medicine. We need to understand the individual that's sitting in front of us. And then she talked about very powerfully uh, feeling that her work was a calling. And so the scripture that I want to use today to kind of establish just kind of a spiritual base to, to work off of is Philippians, the third chapter. And we want to read verses 13 through 14 that will help us with this a little bit. And it says, brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing that I do is forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal or in another translation or or, or high calling to press on toward the goal to win the prize, which God has called me heavenward. In other words, when we begin to understand that we have a calling and a mission that's attached to our lives, which gives us purpose, it also gives us a different energy. It gives us a different motivation. It gives us a different strength. And when we apply that according to uh, the natural giftings and and tendencies that, that we were birthed with, with that collective school of thought, we become very powerful individuals in the earth that are moving purposefully about executing that call and executing that purpose. And that's what we heard Dr. Farrington talk about, a high calling. We want to encourage everyone today to pursue their high calling. Amen to that. You know, when we put our life into the hands of these doctors, we do want to see them as people. We want to see them as real people who care, and uh, they do, and we appreciate that. Yeah, we. I think that everyone wants to partner with individuals in whatever respect of uh, vocational 
outreach that they have, but certainly with respect to a doctor, uh, to see their humanity and connect with that humanity. Amen to that. Well, Percy, thank you so much. We'll talk again next week here on the program. We always enjoy bringing these stories each week to you on health, hope, and inspiration. Well, as I remind you, each week, no case is typical. You should not expect to experience these same results. But thanks for listening today, and thanks for going to our website, which is healthhopeandinspiration.com. Can I give that to you again? It's healthhopeandinspiration.com. You can listen to this program and other programs in this series there at the website. Or if you'd like to call us to find out more about the services available from the Cancer Treatment Centers of America, call us at 855-929-HOPE. Let me give you that number. It's toll-free, 855-929-4673. Thanks for listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Hope and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Call 855-929-HOPE to speak to an oncology information specialist about questions you may have about your treatment options. Or visit healthhopeandinspiration.com. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. To learn more, call 855-929-HOPE or visit healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits.